How did Chingy even come up as like a like the first rap song you've ever heard in your life? Uh, my cousin Matt. Uh, shout out to Matt. Um, he just I can't remember. We we're at the con- we we're at the condo in St. Augustine. He was playing some kind of music. I don't know what I was like, maybe eight, nine, something. I wasn't listening to rap music as like a kid, kid, like a element, like toddler or like elementary school but by the time i was like eight to ten probably sometime around that we should look up when i'm gonna look that up when uh when that album came out when right there dropped when the chingy album came when the when the chingy fire was dropped Um, i wonder what he's doing right now honestly i'm selling like selling car insurance or something (laughs) (laughs) he's like a the general commercial He's absolutely one of those guys. You see him pop up on a commercial randomly. He's like, I could save you money right there, right there. Like, what? <laughs> no. Why? Why? Is that Wait, chingy? He, What's happening? He like, dropped yeah. the song in on June 26, 2020. Why? That's a lie. Uh, well, we're leading in with that one then. Just no, we're, no, we're not. <laughs> no, First we're listen, not. lead in, lead in no, immediately. No, we are yeah. not. It was, it was 2003. Yeah. You got to intro no. the pod for me, please, Brandon. <laughs> so I don't want to. I just want to talk about chingy. And no, right there. I don't. Let's I do really it. Don't. Well, what we could have talked about is Brandon's now collection or now CD collection that nah, he had back in high school. No, nah, let's just not. Let's just let's just play some music instead. I don't really want to talk about that. Hey, hey, don't just first of all, don't disrespect now. Don't get, don't do that. Don't do that. Now music had bangers. Do you love me? This is a pro- do you this is a great song. This song is probably on now. Like you said you would. Is this really your real phone kids number? Version of this. <laughs> Get money, new money, money been waiting on. Hey, rich boy, silly, quick folk, niggas wanna jack shit tight. No stick, just bought a Cadillac. Put some D's on that bitch. Just bought a Cadillac. Put some D's on that bitch. Just bought a Cadillac. Rich boy, silly, quick folk, niggas wanna jack shit tight. No stick, just bought a Cadillac. Put some D's on that bitch. Just bought a Cadillac. Throw some D's on that bitch. Just bought a Cadillac. I feel like because I kept talking about Chingy, there's definitely some white listeners out there who are going to be like, what is that? Is that Chingy? What is that music? <laughs> what is that I'm hearing? Ching- no, they know Chingy. I feel like Chingy rang like, globally. Do you? Another. Yeah, facts. Chingy was global? globally? Uh, yeah, no. I don't know if it's globally. Right there? I'm <laughs> right. saying the song right there, not like... Right. Thar. Right there. Oh, uh, maybe. I can see like I can I see like, Japan going nuts over that. <laughs> Who? Japan? <laughs> Japan. <laughs> I struggle to find I the balance. I'm just going nuts to that. <laughs> no, yeah. you can't. What? How? Because, bro, it's global, like Chris said. I'm on board global. now. Whatever. No, no. I do want to say, though, like, side point, bro, Lil Wayne absolutely destroyed Throw Some D's. Like, he did that to everyone's song. But he did do that. That song. <laughs> yeah. I won't lie, the whole time the song was playing, after my Kids Bop comment, I was just thinking of how they would turn that <laughs> lyric for Kids Bop. I was just like, oh, I don't know. like I was too. And I cool, kept... bo- cool boy eating snacks, just bought a backpack, throw some A's on that test. <laughs> oh. <laughs> some you don't even need that. Just go to the Soldier Boy version. That was like kind of a, it's not a kids rated like version. It was just a remix that was still kind of report card featured y'all know what i'm oh, talking about yeah that's true no, yeah idea. yeah teachers about some shit about teachers gave me my report card throw some d's yeah. on that or some shit like he was failing he's like looked at a hat all <laughs> f's throw some d's on <laughs> bro no, that you was know a banger i'm not gonna lie you know that song was a banger i'm gonna find that you know what's crazier about that like 
the kids bop version of that song is there's a verse on throw some d's with a dude not rich boy it's i think whoever's featured um says that like uh, every girl should have a picture of my dick on their wall like how do you how, what what are you going to remix that with yeah uh, why well, put a why picture is... of my crush on my wall <laughs> Why is bro, that a you, lyric? Kiss Bop can do it to every song, bro. Don't <laughs> underestimate Kiss Bop like that. You got it. They bro. can make a hit out of anything. You got it. I'm not doing. <laughs> oh my Why god. Why are we on the Soldier Boy album? Because right I'm now? finding the the report card song. <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, I mean, it's a classic song, bro. I'm not I, listening. Honestly, in no. general, Soldier Boy needs more respect, bro. Like that, they should pioneer together. I'm finding it. Know? I'm finding it. We were supposed to start intro in the pod, but it's not even now's not even the time for it. I gotta <laughs> I gotta get this turned up. Hold on. You'll know it when a report card comes on. You're gonna know. Man, I took out my report card today, man. I looked at it, man. I had all else on it. I took it back to the teacher, told her to throw some D's on it. Like that. Soldier boy up in the building. I take out my report card. Throw some D's on it. I take out my report card. Throw some D's on it. Hey. Dave, what you know about that? Bro, I might have had that as a ringtone at one point. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> Chris don't even know. I feel like. Nah, I need you to turn it. I feel like he. Because if you get D's, you're still failing. So I don't no, know. No, exactly. No, that's because he doesn't know the verse, Dave. He does. Because he doesn't understand. Yeah, he's not. He, what the hell is this? Soldier boy chilling. He just wanted to. This might be our, <laughs> I said this might be the best intro to date. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> he just wanted to not even pass, but just kind of, just kind of get by, just at least be able to be yeah. in the class, I guess. Um, he just know. wanted to use that sample, to be honest. He really did. That, that's, that's a, a hard fact. sample. I respect it. That actually is. That's a great sample. Shout out to Soldier Boy. Great song. Uh, childhood memories. It was great. Uh, you gonna intro the pod though at any point in time for our listeners who just listened to Rich Boy and Soldier Boy back to back. They're tuned out. Anybody who was tuned it. in is, is tuned out now. But uh, no, but welcome back. Uh, appreciate everybody for tuning in. This is the pod about nothing, uh, featuring Brando, Chris, Devo, uh, or or Briss, depending on what kind of mood he's in. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm a little docile right now, so. I'm Chris. It's feeling, it's awesome. That's your natural state. You go to like Avatar state. That's when you come. You become Brit. You go like yeah, Super exactly. Saiyan. You go Briss. Exactly. Super exactly. Saiyan Briss. I'm chilling right now. I'm good. Uh, but now we're back. Um, happy to have you know you guys here at a at a crazy time with all this stuff going on. Um, don't really have anything planned. Honestly, just want to be able to talk to y'all and have a good time. Try to lighten the mood a little bit for whoever's tuning in uh, and just enjoy ourselves. So. Um, without having any kind of real structure to it or anything, just want to, um, I'd love for Dave to hit us with a little, not necessarily a Davoism, but just any kind of message to get us started. I know he hasn't necessarily prepped for anything like this, but do you have anything just to kind of get us started here? Something, something either fun or, or engaging or something that, that'll get the people going. Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, just kind of with everything going on right now, I'm sure, um, 
it could be a dark dark time or place for some people so i would just implore you to you know treat yourself uh watch out for your mental health you know go do something you enjoy doing um whether you know shopping playing ball um you know whatever it may be take a personal day from work um you know whatever you need to do just get out there make sure unless you uh, work make for sure ellen you're okay first and then you can know you yeah know, and, and throw some d's on that packed out there no. well yeah you got to throw some d's on it yeah. Actually, go buy a Cadillac. I'm endorsing that right now. Go Ooh, buy a Cadillac. This is not an ad for Cadillac. I no, mean. but you should, though. <laughs> Why did you say throw some Ds? Because. No. You don't think that made people feel better? No, not at all. Uh, <laughs> so earlier uh, earlier today, Sean was, Sean was eating wings in front of us, right? Which looked phenomenal. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. Um, and I asked him, like, yo, what are those? And he, and he said, guess, and I guess garlic parmesan cool but it got me thinking because i saw this twitter like thing um this past week and it was basically just everyone bashing they asked what's the worst wing flavor of all time and people are just bashing lemon pepper wings i am on record lemon pepper wings are top two that's they're not that's kind of i'm I'm honestly kind of with the people who bash them i'm not gonna lie excuse me yeah i'm with the i'm I'm with the people who bash them overrated clap 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 what? Yeah, I'm not Please. a big lemon pepper guy, bro. Get, get now, are you there, talking bro. like dry rub? No, I'm a. I, I need it wet. Pause. I need it wet. Okay. See, now I can't. I I will say I haven't had them like that, so I can't really speak too much to it. But when I was introduced to them, they were dry rub and they were trash. So yeah, dry. It depending upon where you go, dry is hit or miss. Well, but usually when it's when you said it's lemon two, pepper you said wet, it's two. So what's your? Do you have like a top three or four? Are you a, no. like a, a change up the sauces when you get the wings guy? Or are you kind of just a go to your? I'm a very basic guy. I go to two things, three if I want to freak it. Okay. Uh, two things is he either both. It. It's either just hot wings. I'm very basic with my wing choice. Uh, either hot wings or lemon pepper, or hot lemon pepper if I'm feeling a little spicy that night. You know what I'm saying? So just a combination of hot and lemon mm-hmm. pepper together. Mm-hmm. They do it. No, I know that. I just mean so that's that's <laughs> your go to. Yeah. Uh, or the freaking five pepper sauce that oh my God. <laughs> I, I forgot i almost sent you a picture the other day i just went to alehouse yesterday with Bro. Then a friend i almost sent you a picture of it i was like oh i think this is what chris accidentally ordered it's the hottest thing on this whole menu <laughs> so for my listeners um i wanted to get some alehouse one night so i was like all right i'll order alehouse um i'm lazy alehouse is right across the street don't know why i ordered it but like delivery but whatever um money bags bris <laughs> you see me uh, I'm sure I had free delivery, but ordered it. Cool. The wings get there. I open up the wings immediately. This doesn't look like the wings I'm used to eating. Mm. These are the darkest, the darkest color red I've ever seen in my entire life. You know how your blood looks when it comes out? Yes. Yeah. It just looked like they tossed it in those wings. <laughs> like it was the darkest set of wings I've ever seen in my life. I was like, this, this can't be good. But I was like, all right, whatever. So I eat one wing. I immediately start to hiccup. Immediately, just rapidly, just start hiccuping. So aggressive. I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> so I was like, "This is really hot." So I'm like, naturally, I eat another one. Naturally, right. So at this point, my nose is sniffling, and I'm only two wings in. I'm no bitch. I'm going all the way. I order ten wings. I'm gonna eat ten wings. Hundred percent. Because I'm not. I'm not sending these back. I'm not waiting 45 not minutes. Like for, that. No, I'm not doing this. I'm going to eat these wings. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I drenched them in the ranch real quick. Ate a third one, thinking to myself, it'll make it better. All right, cool. The ranch made it better. By my eighth, probably seventh or eighth wing, I'm sweating. I, I done used the whole roll of paper towels. 
<laughs> like I'm sniffling. Like I FaceTimed you. You saw my face when oh, I, I FaceTimed you. I didn't know how many wings deep you were. That, that was when you had just wrapped up. Yeah, that's you when I done? was done. That's when I was done. Got it. Um, for the people that don't, it was the, the wings I had were, were the on the scale at Ale House, the hottest. Yeah, go to Ale House. Scroll to the bottom. All the way find down. The hottest one. I I, I almost sent a picture. It was like five pepper. Something, something else. Yeah. I was like, yeah. you're only supposed to use one pepper when you make a hot sauce. <laughs> I don't think you need like five different peppers. But um, so those are to go back. Those are my two favorite wings: is lemon pepper and just hot. Um, I think personally, I personally think garlic parmesan is a little overrated. Mm, that seems kind of slanderous because I love I love a good garlic parmesan mixed with a mixed with a hot. But I'm I'm definitely on the the boat of lemon pepper being overrated dave what's your do you have a, a few that are your your go-tos or are you just kind of a anti a couple to be honest yeah it's more anti a couple i mm-hmm. mean like chris said like I mean, if i go somewhere i'm probably just gonna get some hot wings like it's just a classic yeah but um there's like some other sauces which to be honest i don't even know exactly what's in them it's like these like signature sauces at certain places like this one's called gold rush has kind of like classic a, like that's a that's hurricane mustard that's hurricane i yeah, remember like a, that like one like a carolina mustard type one though i like those kind of sauces too but yeah, I mean, it's more so like lemon pepper. I don't really eat. I used to be really big on garlic parm. I'm kind of kind of off of it now. Um, but for the most part, yeah, I'm I'm usually just like a straight up hot wings. I so. still think if you're going hurricane specifically, I mean, there's obviously so many different wings places. But anybody who's been to hurricane probably knows at this point. Hurricane did the favor for me and combined hot and garlic parmesan and just called it boss. I was like, all right, mm. so that's my shit now. I'm just I'm boss. I'm boss sauce boss. <laughs> But that's uh that was definitely my shit. That's that's my go to. And for anybody that eats barbecue wings, you're you're a child. All right. You're a bum. Step, yeah. Step might as well might as well have like roll them around in ketchup, sauce them and yeah. Bro, step step <laughs> your palate up if you're out here eating barbecue. Bro, eating wings. wings with ketchup is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well, bro. If you're doing eat, barbecue sauce, might as well do like a honey like not like a honey mustard sauce. You might as well just get like a regular baked wing, no sauce, and then just dip it in honey mustard and just don't and tempt just use that honey mustard. Speak, bro, I dip anything in honey mustard. <laughs> we know. But no ranch. Anything. He's out of his nah, mind. I don't think nah, I don't nah, know nah, if the ranch li- out on blue cheese. I don't know if the listeners you're really out know on that. ranch. He doesn't eat no yeah, no man. ranch. No ranch for now, wings. Listen to, no ranch now, for fries. Tell me the logic. Yeah. Tell me the logic not here though. If I order a flavored wing, why do I want to douse it in another sauce? I want the flavor that I ordered. Why do I need ranch? That's a decent. It's a decent point, but it's more so like Chris it's, referenced earlier. It's nice to cool you, cool you off if you got a, a wing that's a little hot, got a little little much of that buffalo taste going on. You got a little ranch to cool yeah. you off, mellow you, you know out. I mean, if I wanted hot wings, I want them hot. You know, I don't want it cool. I would not. Like to, I want it hot, but I want a little. I want to mix. I like to point there. something out as well that at no point in time has anyone said that they dip their wings in blue cheese. That is also because if you eat blue cheese, you need to step up your palate. Blue cheese is disgusting. I like blue cheese. There's, I don't, give a f- I don't care. Oh, okay. Blue cheese is disgusting. Blue Aww. cheese is the worst thing to ever. I don't care what form it comes in. Crumbles. Don't say that. The blue dipping cheese. sauce. I do not care. Blue cheese should be illegal. Blue cheese has feelings, man. I don't give a fuck blue cheese. Oh. And anyone who eats blue cheese. How about oh my that? God. Whoa. Yeah. Bro, that's really aggressive. What if our many, many, many vast number of listeners from somewhere around the globe <laughs> likes blue cheese and you're alienating them. <laughs> Don't do Throw that. A poll this week. Blue, blue cheese versus ranch. Blue cheese versus ranch or no condiments and you're going to lose that one. Dave's going to be dead last on that. Blue cheese, ranch, or, <laughs> or nothing. Nothing, <laughs> nothing at fine. all. Gonna, That's fine. Just say you're out of your mind. You don't like... So I would, Actually, I might beat blue cheese. Nah, no, no cap. You're not going to beat blue cheese. The nun? Nah. Bro, blue cheese. Nun might beat blue bro. cheese. 
As a blue person that doesn't eat either, I do know that anytime the debate comes up, it's a hundred percent ranch and it's never blue cheese from anyone that I'm with. So blue cheese you know the, you know the, who the, likes blue cheese. I'm not gonna say his name because I, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't know he liked blue cheese, but it, it's it's on brand. <laughs> I didn't know. No, either, no, 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 no. I'm talking about Carrie, bro. Carrie loves No, blue I cheese. was talking about Carrie. The oh, same okay. man that yeah, likes Carrie. coleslaw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I'm talking yeah. about him. He he loves coleslaw. Brandon, how do you feel about coleslaw? What's your taste? That's not bad. That's not bad. That's a classic oh, classic white people side. No, to be honest though, it's I've never been like a huge coleslaw. I've never been like, oh, I'm crazy about coleslaw. The reason why I like the like so in terms of the ranch and the blue cheese conversation, the reason I like ranch is because it's so versatile. You can go, you can dip so many different things in ranch. It doesn't have to just be wings. It doesn't have to be what it, like fries. Like, you know, when you get those appetizer platters, they'll be like, oh, here's like two sides of ranch, a salsa, and a something else just because they know like you're going to need some ranch for all these a, different things. I was a filthy dude in high school for like when we had pizza day, I would just drench my pizza and ranch. I wouldn't even dip it in there. I'll just throw it on. You the just top. like pour it on the top. I was filthy. That's those are dark times. That's like people who like they don't like when they squirt the ketchup, they just put it all over their fries instead of just like putting it to the side so you can dip it. If you also if you do that, if you pour ketchup all over your fries, you're a serial killer and you need to be arrested immediately. Okay, it's funny that you say that, bro, because I mean, obviously, I've never thought about how people put ketchup on fries, but I haven't seen someone do that in years. My mom does that. Think about it. Like it definitely I feel like when I was little, it might have been like on fry on side. I can't remember the last Sorry, time I Mrs. Bennett. Like, ketchup on their fries. Yeah, shout out to oh. mom. She's definitely not listening, but she definitely pours ketchup all over her fries. You mm. need to get her checked out. It's yeah. bad. Actually, I can't remember. It may not be fries. It may just be like uh, hash browns or like that's fine. the uh, dip home fries, that kind of stuff. Um, do you remember like what your best and worst school meals were? What was like the favorite like Ooh. before school oh, and or after school or something Ooh. like that? What was the best, best and worst? All right. So we had two things. All right. So for all my people that were struggling and have free free lunch you knew what was up when italian dunkers came out when the italian dunkers day came out italian dunkers are just mozzarella sticks basically got it oh, um, i was lost i was looking for the yeah. explanation all my original people know what i mean when i say the italian dunkers days the best days ever now when you come up in the world and you go buy your lunch we, they used to give us spicy nuggets with a nice little roll and some chips and a drink the best meal ever the spicy nuggets at our school was i promise you Spicy nuggets, y'all. The spicy nuggets. Okay, that's another level up. Yeah, yeah. Like hey, listen, I'm telling you. But once we got to senior year, we eating out. You know what I mean? I'm just leaving and going oh, to get something. We weren't allowed to, but whatever. I really don't remember a day that we went to lunch that I didn't drive. <laughs> Almost. It seems about I mean, right. We had really don't before we could leave campus. We had what Wednesday was grilled cheese. Thursday yep. was chicken finger day. Thursday was. Oh Ooh, I know David was day. lit oh, on chicken finger day. Going bro, you crazy. sleep, boy. Two two sets of tenders every Thursday. <laughs> every time, bro. Give me your ID card. I'm going back to the counter. <laughs> no, no, wait, no, no, no. Because this is a deeper. You know what? Now we're in the point. I'm, a, I'm, I'm gonna do some psychotherapy on you, David. What? Why do you love chicken tenders so much? Bro, I honestly think it might more so even be my infatuation with honey mustard than the actual chicken finger itself, <laughs> you know? And they, they just go so well together. Um, you know, they're like MJ and Pippen, you know, LeBron okay. and Wade. Like they, they just It's a dynamic duo. So okay. You can't really have one without the other. But you're, how old are you, David? I'm 24. Why are you still eating chicken fingers, like, regularly? Not like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to get. Let me get chicken fingers just because it's a safe bet. No, you walk in. So Roots Chris, I'm getting chicken. Oh, no, come on now. Don't disrespect <laughs> me like that now, Chris. I am not I'm a I'm a steak guy. If I'm if I'm at a nice restaurant, I'm steak, parmesan, chicken, or pork chop. That's usually my, my nice restaurant. Now if we're going like some fast food, I'm sliding a Zaxby's 
six out of ten times to get some chicken fingers. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, almost six, seven, seven. He tried four, you. He tried four, you with the root Chris chicken four, fingers. Four, oh, yeah, not was, no, he, he really did not. That, no, that's a little they, disrespect. That man, David, yeah, the, one time ordered like twelve hash browns. <laughs> like we're coming from library. Oh, <laughs> even even the lady in the in the drive thru she was like, "Did you say 12? <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, yeah, I want twelve of them, thanks." I think that's all, all right, you had to. Bro, Chris is trying to paint some narratives today. Now, twelve, <laughs> nigga. I did not order twelve. How much hash was it? <laughs> How much was it? It was a smooth, probably four. It's still ridiculous. Know? See, that's when you. Yeah, just... no, it's a lot of hash browns. Nah, she was very puzzled by that. <laughs> She's like, "Did um, you say?" <laughs> And I was about to say when I, when I used to slide to that Crystals over there, by um by the apartment, bro, and like Crystals, they have like a it's called like a sack full, it's like twelve. Like, That's right, a big fact. Right now, save the other six for tomorrow. Yeah, every bro. Time. The Crystal <laughs> but sack it comes full, yeah. with two fries and two drinks, so like I'm walking, looking like I have a meal for two of my fucking. It's hands. it's a it's a for a two people. It's a two person meal. Oh, it, but it is you, meant for two people. Yeah, right? you got it for you. That's such a nasty name, a sack full. That is disgusting. See, that's the kind of shit I worry about when you talk about getting, like, if you end up having to share, like, money or end up, like, sharing a bank account with somebody. Because then I'm like, I don't want you to go see that I spent $22 <laughs> at Crystal. I'm like, you, sh- you should, like, you look at that and be like, all right, so you're out of your fucking mind or you brought some food for me, right? Those are your only two options. I'm like, yeah, no. no, I wanted eight Crystals. I wanted three Crystal Chicks, the two little hot dogs, and then, like, a side of fries and a drink. And that's, like... Sixteen dollars for Americans are so disgusting. They look at you nuts, and your girl looks at you nuts. But people don't get enough respect here. on crystals too. By the way, a lot of people hate crystals. I, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I don't know how people hate crystals. Honestly. Yeah, that's it's phenomenal. Nice. The it's, breakfast okay. Is I wouldn't. I wouldn't go. For, I wouldn't go phenomenal, but it gets the job done. So if we okay, Our crystals up there. Crystals. Crystals very fire. What's your What's your top, top five tier, right bro. now? What's your top five? fast food restaurants right now. the problem is what's what's funny and where this conversation always ends up going is like quality of food versus like what's just actually your favorite because people end up being like oh the food there is not even like good quality i'm like i don't care like it's still my it's my shit like taco bell is probably in my top three mm-hmm. and people constantly want to tell me about how shitty the meat is or how it's not this or it's not i'm like yeah i know because the burrito's a dollar like obviously it's not <laughs> It cost seventy four cents for like a burrito with eight different ingredients. Obviously, it's not like grade A meat. I know that. I'm not. I'm not worried about it. Um, I've been trying not to do too much fast food recently, but I'm same. I go uh, McDonald's is undefeated just because of like breakfast alone. Like if you're thinking anything before before ten thirty eleven a.m., first thing that pops in my head is McDonald's. So I'm going McDonald's one. Uh, probably. Wendy's two, Taco Bell three. I haven't been to a Crystal in like a year, but I'm going Crystal four. <laughs> if you could see David's face, I don't understand what's happening. I don't know why he's so blown away. So just yeah. give me your fifth slot. So I, I just got to hear what number five is. I mean, I'm not really a Chick Fil A. It didn't Stan. even crack your top five. No, oh my no, goodness! No, it <laughs> didn't even crack your top five. No. Hold on, wait, David. Out of here. David, we can't go too hard for Chick Fil A. Um, we can't. We can't. What was oh, they're fifth? canceled. Yeah, they're canceled. Yeah, yeah. We can't go too hard for them. So yeah. I, mean, I didn't even give a fifth. I don't need a fifth. But it's not I going Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A for lunch. Chick Fil A is too fucking expensive. <laughs> I'm not paying you eleven dollars for a fast food chicken sandwich and fries and a drink. I had it for breakfast. <laughs> Y'all are disrespecting me your whole your whole culture. That's crazy. At least I didn't do that. <laughs> I didn't actually have it for breakfast. I was just trying to. Oh. Take nah, you did. Nah, you nah, you did though. Nah, I didn't. No, I 100 percent had it for lunch. Um, <laughs> he just. I mean, it tasted great. Like 
But uh, no, I fifth was one, I was oh fifth one Hardee's wasn't even in your five. <laughs> David fifth, fifth fifth one's Hardee's. I haven't been to Hardee's in like a year, but Hardee's is the best that breakfast is biscuits of all time. That is disgusting. Tell I've me never, you tell me you've had a breakfast Hardee's biscuit. I've never had Hardee's. Then you can't talk to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> best breakfast fast food biscuit you ever had in your life by a landslide. Makes McDonald's look not good for breakfast. Okay. Promise you. I've never Hardee's. I've never heard. Of Promise you. And anybody who knows, anybody who's been to Hardee's had a sausage egg and cheese breakfast biscuit or bacon egg and cheese. I don't think anyone's been to Hardee's, but you got it. People have been to Hardee's. I'm telling you, best you breakfast sure, biscuits. You, you, are you sure you didn't slide by Carl's Jr.? Best <laughs> breakfast biscuits in the game. Y'all laugh. Y'all laugh. Anybody who's hey, been to Hardee's knows. Hey, Brandon, where's the nearest Hardee's, bro? There's not really any that close and, to here. There, and Jack's, there was a bunch around me. There's a reason why. <laughs> and Jack's, there was a bunch around me. No, there's not anymore, but there's what it is. What are you going to say? Uh, Dave's going to go Chick-fil-A, uh, Chipotle. Can you, can you let him? Uh, I, I don't even like Chipotle, actually. Watch so your mouth. I mean, watch your mouth. Five. Um, watch your mouth, but go ahead. Nah, overrated. Just like lemon pepper. Overrated. Just yeah, like Chick-fil-A. Um, overrated. Uh, don't, don't, I'm not paying $12 or $11 for your fast food chicken sandwich can you, combo. Can you let are you a Christian? Because if you're a Christian, you have to like Chick-fil-A. It's just a fact. I do, but... <laughs> I'd just rather go to. You <laughs> trying um, to find the politically five, correct thing to say? Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm a throw. Christians could only eat at Chick Fil A. That was that's, that's the basically. Going. You have to love it. <laughs> one two is is Chick Fil A Zaxby's for me. You can throw that's it either insanity. way. Insanity. Um, that's my one two though. Three. I'm gonna put in Wendy's at three. Crystal's four. That's not five. Will be. That's a terrible list. Um. Five. Oh, I got. I give my late night favorite. I'm gonna throw checkers on there for five. I don't understand anything that's happening. Um, checkers always makes me feel like like trash. Like I never feel good when you you never feel good when you eat fast food. But for some reason, when you eat checkers, I just feel really bad. I feel like this is a dumb question, but does steak and shake count? Steak and shake would be my fifth then. Yeah, that counts. Yeah, give me yeah. steak and shake at five. That's yeah, a filthy list. But you got it. Switching that out. I love steak and shake. <laughs> I think my list would go McDonald's. At one, just to be basic. Um, I love McDonald's. Before, when I was eating Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A at two. Wendy's at three. You still eat Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I'm not, bro. I promise you I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I went Wendy's at three. Zaxby's at four. And I really don't have a fifth. And outside of this one thing I've had at that place, I've never eaten there. But... Bojangles at five solely for their Cajun chicken biscuit. It's the greatest thing ever. Oh, wait. The fuck am I talking about? Get Steak and Shake the fuck out of here. Popeye's is my fifth. For sure. Okay. For sure it's my fifth. And I haven't even, even had the chicken biscuit or the chicken sandwich, I mean. But it's, it's just a chicken it's sandwich. Just a, it's, nothing, it's, a, it's a staple. It's, it's just a chicken sandwich. There's I mean, nothing special about it. It's huge. That's good. But, that's good to yeah. hear. I'm a pass. But yeah, regular, just regular Popeye's. a chicken breast <laughs> just between two, two pieces of bread. Yeah, I'm good. Um, I did want to ask you all to touch on it. When I made the Carl's Jr. comment, why like why do restaurants do that? Have like two names? Like Hardee's does that. It used there's, to be Checkers and Rally. There's two like, restaurants. There's two restaurants and then split. Like Hardee's is Hardee's, and then there's also a Carl's Jr. that's a part of like the restaurant, and they just split up. Like they just serve both menus. No, oh, Checkers I and Rally the same restaurant, and then thought, different parts of the country it was just named different. Yeah, I think Checkers and Rally's are like the same. Oh, I don't know that thing. one. Yeah. I think yeah, I think rallies is dead now. I haven't seen a rally. Granted, I mean I'm not out of Florida that often, but I don't think I've seen a rally in years. Yeah, that's facts. Yeah, I travel in state to state like Chris. Nah, no, I'm not like, on the road like Chris. Well, around the world. Really? What are you talking about traveling state? What is the last state I've around been the world? To? Um, <clears throat> outside exactly. of Florida. Exactly. I don't know. Y'all need to stop painting these narratives because people hitting me up. 
randomly like, oh, you're going to give me Gucci too? Like, no, I'm not doing any of that for you people. Oh, so can I stop painting these narratives? I'd love to confirm for the listeners. Um, Mel did not get a Gucci and or Louis and or whatever the fuck bag for her birthday. As so, I told everybody. Boo. Wasn't oh, happening. So you're a terrible boyfriend is what you're telling the world. I mean, I got her a bag. It just wasn't one of, I got one of those. One oh, of them it was ones. a Birkin? Wow. Mm, okay. Chanel? Okay. I see you, boy. Some YSL? I'll just, let y'all, I'll just let y'all yeah, paint whatever narrative it is. Just know it wasn't any of the ones I named. So it's the ones we named. All right, cool. Yeah. I talked to her the other day about why at this is the this is just bad. People are gonna say this is bad. Why I feel like spending money and I understand the entire uh, concept of engagement ring, like big ring, oh, nice boy. Oh, diamond, boy. all that oh, kind of stuff. Boy. Let me cut off my mic. Why don't guys get anything for that? Or why are so many guys wearing like the rubber black like wedding ring type of thing for once they get married? Can I not even get an actual nice like gold like band or something for the actual wedding? So one, I don't get we don't get anything for the engagement. Two, we don't get anything for the actual wedding either. So basically, I go you multiple thousand dollar ring and then also real ring for the wedding, and then I get one black rubber like fifty dollar <laughs> ring to wear just so like that I don't lose it or like that you don't trust that I can just take care of something that's actually nice. I'm like why do I not? I don't get like I don't know. My answer and to your question is yes. I that's it. Patriarchy. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, that's my best answer. I don't know. I'm just saying, can um, we incorporate in like something? Can I get like a like a watch for no, the wedding or can no. I get like a... No, you don't no, deserve it. I don't get a... No. Don't no, even no, try no, to have no, this no, argument. No, I going to hear this one. She's, she's going to get them. She um, get them. To, the rubber, to the rubber wedding band, I think that's, I think that's the guy's choice, I want to say. Just if they like work with their hands a lot. Or work out like outside or do some hard labor. I think they just rather so have that. So the opposite of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll get a nice ring. Dude. I know what you mean. You worked at the country club. And oh, I couldn't yeah, have worn. I couldn't have bushes. I couldn't have worn a real. Hey, getting out the mud. I couldn't have worn a real ring out there. Yeah, that's a good point. You see, so that's I think that's why, or like they'll put it on a necklace or something. But I'm not gonna get into this conversation because. Everything is good at home for me, and I wanted to keep it that way. So <laughs> everything's good for me. <laughs> I'm good now. It is until she hears this. I only Have bring this up because uh, I've, I've asked her the question multiple times. She can't give me an explanation, so that's why I was bringing it to y'all. Maybe y'all had a different perspective than her. Her explanation was just oh. like, oh, "I mean, that's just how it always is." I was like, "Yeah, just tradition, I guess." I mean, just like how the women have to or be assumed to take your last name. Yeah. You know, if Mel came to you and said, "Hey, I want to keep my last name," what would you say? That's cool. She doesn't. Oh, okay. I don't even think she wants to. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. But uh, I was confused by that too. It's yeah. just one of those things that's always tradition. No one thinks about. So if it's just interesting stuff. I don't necessarily have a real, real problem with it. I just think it is funny that there's no like they get a ring, then they get another real ring, and I'm like throughout the entire process of like that year of like engagement and then also married, I'm just one rubber ring. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's all you. That's worth. what I got. <laughs> that's all you worth. So, cool. but you that's even you, that's all you bring to the relationship, bro. <laughs> that's fine. But, that's your. Yeah. But you let's let's be honest here, like. Our women in general deserve everything we can give them. All right, I don't care about you. That's not about deserve. They deserve like five rings to my yeah. no rings. I'm right, just then. I'm just asking is, why is it is in the way. room or like uh, she listens though. Mean? So she listens. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm fuck with you. I'm she listens. With you. So does mine, which is why I brought up the topic because I'm still confused. Nah, me. I can't give you a good enough explanation either. Yeah, but uh, outside of it being tradition, no. 
I don't know why. Yeah, I have nothing for you, Brandon. I'm sorry. Thanks, guys. But Leave, me on the ledge. Ask y'all, Leave me on the ledge. Have you ever thought about what you uh, like? What gift you would give like your groomsmen? Mm, I've never thought about that. I've never thought about. I that. was just trying to think the other day about who all my groomsmen would be. Excuse me. I was trying to think about who they would be. I heard you, but like, is is that like really a hard question? Like a really hard decision for you? Um, I don't know how many it's really supposed to be. I feel like I know kind of a range. All right, let's get five right now. Know. If you had, yeah, if you had five groomsmen. Five now. Can is that including fam? Like, if it was like my brother or my dad or something, is that worked into the whoever you want as your groomsman? Mm, this is your wedding. Mm, that's tough. I don't want to not include my dad and my brother, so I feel like it'd be them two, mm-hmm. y'all two. All right, good. I'm good. I was and just trying then, to figure out if I was in there. <laughs> that fifth spot's tough. That fifth spot's just... tough. It's easier if I can eliminate my family from the conversation. If I took out like my brother and my dad, and it was just like y'all are at the wedding but not in the wedding but i feel like since my brother put me in his wedding now i'm like nah you gotta be in my wedding yeah no. for sure um thing to put like your dad in there i'm just asking I, I really my, my dad my dad was the extra oh. bro funniest picture i've ever seen in my entire life all the groomsmen and all the bridesmaids together it's like eight bridesmaids on one side <laughs> eight groomsmen on the other side for brett's wedding <laughs> and every guy's paired up with the girl like shoulder by shoulder like prom like holding around the waist type of thing and then my dad's just like popping his head out the corner like around my shoulder <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Wait, we didn't take into account the best man. Oh, it's Devo. Shout out Devo. Solidified, bro. I'm wait, solidified. what? Yeah, shout, shout, out, shout out, shout out, to Devo. Oh no! Wait, like it's like it's just an easy, it's an easy choice. There's no. And you know this? No, yeah. look at Brandon. Look at me when I'm talking to you. It's, is that, is that easy and a choice? Yeah. No, wait, wait. Can I make my case for being your best man at your wedding? Yeah, you can pitch it to me. Who sat up there with you at Tijuana Flats? And had that heart-to-heart with you about being with the queen you are right now. That's true. That was you. Okay. So, if you marry said woman, and I'm the sole reason of you even you're, being with her. You're not the sole reason I ended I'm up the, with her. In my story, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the sole reason. Let me Chris, speak. Chris acted like he sent me out on a blind date with Mel. <laughs> I, I am the sole you reason. Should, you should talk to this girl that I know. I'm like, I've known her for like four years, but still, yeah. No, it's fair. Nah, picking the best man for my wedding would be very hard, but we all pretty much know who would be. So, David, who, who, well, Brandon. Me? No, I'm oh, saying, yeah. like, sorry, I didn't know if you were asking. Aw, shit. <laughs> you were asking who um, mine was or if I knew who yours was? Wait, I'd rather, I'm more, I'm more interested to hear y'all's. Well, yeah, that's true. The, the, yeah, the best man's a good one, but the groomsman, I feel like it'd be tough. How many would you think you'd have? A lot because I think you'd have to match how many bridesmaids your <laughs> you girl know that's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a lot, bro. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot. I thought I was gonna have a lot, and I started naming through people. I was like, "Well, it's gonna be tough to narrow it down." And I was like, "No, I got like five close friends. I'm good." Yeah. No, I have. That's I, easy. Thankfully, I have enough close guy friends in my life that I appreciate enough to match her. So I'm good. I have you. I got David, Carrie, KJ, Eric, Ron. I think that's where I'm at right now. Sean, Felipe, Carl, probably my next few if my uh, if my parents weren't in the uh, or my uh, brother and dad weren't in there. But they're I'm gonna have to work them in. They gotta be in there. Yeah, I got you. I might just throw my dad in there as the extra, like how Brett did at his wedding. <laughs> that might work. Oh, my coworker Sebastian. He, I'm definitely throwing him in there. That's my guy. I'm not throwing in Sebastian. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> Wait, is he the one that got us the um, the what's the name? What was that drink we had for Christmas? The coquito. No, no, that was my young bull. No, 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 he didn't get Oh, I was about no, to say, he might, he might be in mind if that was him. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Coquito's fire. Fuego, fuego. Oh, I never answered your question, David, about the groomsman's gifts. 
I've never thought about it. Uh, I don't know. I'd probably, if I can afford it, y'all getting watches. Y'all getting Rollies. Watches? Oh, All right. Yeah. That's a classy one. That's yeah. a nice classy gift. If I can afford it. That'd be crazy. I don't even need that. <laughs> kind of like a callback. Um, I just threw myself in the conversation like I'm in there. What? <laughs> I was like, I don't even need that. Like, I like, I guaranteed myself a spot. I just said you're in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Come on now. Honestly, bro. Lifetime supply of chicken fingers for Dave. I mean, I could get that done now. Like, I get y'all some human goose coupons, and like, we'll be set. Human goose, bro. Squared up right there. Uh, Nah, bro. Honestly, kind of like I said before. Remember that shit about the Louis loafers? Like, I kind of just want to get everybody loafers. Oh, that would be lit. (laughs) Are they Louis though? Obviously. Come on now. Okay, but then I'm good. I'm straight. It's like a trip or something would be fun, but that'd be hard. Like that'd be more expensive probably than a lot of other things. Being like, hey, you're gonna you're about to go on your honeymoon, so why no. Would but you? I don't mean then. I mean like, yeah, like it's a gift. Like us all trip, couple of, like the groomsmen and all of your plus ones. Be like, all right, a month from now or like two months from now or whatever it is. Like say summertime or whenever, and you end up getting married. Like a month or two after that, just say, now all of us are going to wherever and covering the cost so of the trip. Basically, your bachelor party just after the wedding, right? Well, I still want to have a bachelor party. But no, because this one would be you'd be bringing your girl, so not really a bachelor party. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Wedding, post, part, couples, retreat <laughs> type shit. Would y'all do a, uh, a destination wedding? I'm a big proponent on small wedding, small reception, big honeymoon. I'm okay. a big proponent on that. I think Amber agrees, so I think I'm good on that one. Big honeymoon. So on that note, what's your big honeymoon? Do you have an idea? Uh, ideas already? Greece. I mean, we're going to end up, go- well, just depends on how much you like Greece, because we're going to end up going to Greece before that happens anyway. I think. <laughs> Probably. Unless y'all are getting married soon. <laughs> we're going to Greece before y'all. Probably. If you let Carrie tell it, yeah, I'm getting married tomorrow, apparently. So, yeah. But no, oh, you, either Greece you or like. Carrie tell it, you should have been married last year. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Knowing damn well he's the first one that's about I'm to get married. Saying, I know he's not talking. Exactly. Let's, well, no. let's leave that alone. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what you said. What did you say? You do a destination wedding. I'd, I would not because I, I got certain people that I would definitely, definitely want to be there. And I don't want to make those people have to go like go travel somewhere long distance. I, was, I feel like it saves you from like maybe like missing an invite for someone who like might feel away. You're just like, ah, oh, like we're doing it over there. Like, <laughs> I mean, ah, you can't make oh geez. Like, oh, all right. Well, like, we're going to be over there. Oh, so like if you can make it, make it. If not, oh, well. <laughs> this is your way of forcing out the people who are the kind of in-betweens. We're like, I don't even know if they really want to go. Yeah, exactly. That's a good move. That's a good idea. This has been it's been fun fun talks so far, but I think with all the shit that's been going on the last I mean, well, our whole lives and far beyond that extended, but um as people who now have a podcast with some sort of following, I feel like we do have a responsibility to talk on the actual important things too that are happening and affecting people. Um I want to always try to find some way to make it you know somewhat more like interesting or, or fun for us to talk about whether rather than it just being very very upsetting and somber and sad for people to listen to so in terms of you know the things that have been happening with the nba players and their decisions to sit out of games and things like that i feel like the better way to um, talk about it here would just be posing the question to y'all either dave or chris first if y'all were actually there in the bubble as one of those players obviously have a decent idea of what would be going through your mind but what what do you think your actual decision would be in terms of you know voting on playing not playing what would you want to have to see from people going forward in terms of the higher-ups within the nba what would be your kind of stance on where things are at right now in terms of finishing out the season 
Um, I'll let Dave go first because I'm going to go in. So, um, I mean, I definitely like the stance that they took by boycotting the games. Honestly, I mean, obviously, like as, as basketball fans, like we would want to watch basketball in general. But uh, it was kind of somewhat disappointing to see that they're already discussing playing again. Like, I don't really know that the boycott served its full purpose if they just go back and play on Friday. But in general, I, I mean, I like the sentiment behind the stance they took, you know, kind of putting some pressure on the owners to try to use some of their political pool. And like, obviously, um, the players will say, you know, the owners have the power and the money and people will say, well, I mean, y'all are all rich, like LeBron's a multimillionaire, or whatever, like you have power also, but it's a different level of power that, you know, those those higher ups in the organization have from the players. So I, I definitely agree that with them putting pressure on them to you know, keep donating. Obviously, they have donated or they've <clears throat> pledged to donate a lot of money, which is good. Um, and they're, I, I don't think the NBA is la- like doing a bad job of the stuff they're taking, but mm-hmm. I won't ever say there can't be more done. So that's kind of my stance on it. And like I said, I mean, if it were me, I, I would probably try to sit out. Just I, I don't know that I would feel comfortable after going to the bubble and, you know, they made a, a big deal about, you know, wanting to use their platform. And I do understand that portion, but I mean, they, they also have a platform like, whether they're in the bubble or not, any of them can get on ESPN any day they wanted to or whatever, you know, news station XYZ, and they can get the word out about, you know, whatever they want to discuss. But I'm definitely not hating on them or, you know, mad at them for, you know, resuming play. But I would have liked to see them push the issue a little more on the boycott and, and kind of, you know, see what more they could have got out of that. Because I think once it started affecting the pockets of the owners and things like that, um, it would have put a little bit more pressure on them. But. I think one one little part for me here on on the note of what you said, I definitely understand. I also like the idea of what you're talking about in terms of people assume that these players, because they have a lot of money, that they have the same sort of influence or have the same sort of pull. You know, knowing other uh, political figures or knowing you know people in law enforcement officials or um, people who can actually like put together you know some sort of you know programs or donate towards things or actual lawmakers things of the like along those lines um people assume every nba player is just a lebron type figure like there's only one almost kind of billionaire in the league and that's lebron and then at the same time he's still would be struggling to compete against like actual people who've been involved in business and in politics and things like that who've been in there for 60 years that are multiple multi multi billionaires like the owners so i think people kind of have a false perception of how much uh leeway players have with higher ups in certain industries and think like oh you make 20 million dollars a year you're a billionaire over your career like no one those numbers don't add up that doesn't equal a billion dollars then two their ability to affect change like financially is nothing compared to how much some of these like higher up ranking officials and i keep saying higher uh, higher ranking officials but just executives in the nba office and then also uh, owners are literally almost all, I think every single owner is a billionaire, I believe. There might be a couple that are not, but almost every single one's a billionaire. Like they have the ability and, you know, clout, I guess, if you will, to affect change if it's something they actually care about. So I'm hoping that what comes from all of this, you know, with what the players are doing is showing them that, like, we're not fucking around here. So, like, you better understand what we're saying, listen to what we're saying, and kind of ride with what we're saying financially not just saying that you're with us uh in order for them to get back to playing but like you said them getting back really really quickly is great for me as a for selfish reasons somebody who wants to watch basketball but i also i'm confused by the idea of being gone for a day and then coming right back i'm obviously thankful to see basketball again but it's a definitely a as a it's a tough line to to fall on i think or to toe um with 
not with everything you said, but with one small portion, I will respectfully disagree. Um, in the, I guess when you said, when these athletes, I guess the the misconception of not having the like or having the pool that they really don't have, right. I, I kind of disagree. Just because if if they are unified in their stance, I really do think they can make some real change. I agree with that. Um, collectively, yeah. Yeah, collectively. Um, but I do think that, I mean, I, we'd have to see the numbers, but a lot of these guys have endorsements. Um, Nike, Adidas, Reebok, Puma, whatever, right? These major companies that can get some change in, in the world. Um, so let's, for example, different sport. The formerly known Redskins are now the Washington football team. Why? Because Nike said we are no longer going to sell your merch if this, if with this name on it. All right. So if LeBron, KD, and anyone else who's endorsed Kyrie, who's endorsed by right. Nike, sit out. Sit out for however long they need to sit out. I'm not saying they should do it. I'm not saying I'm just saying this is my idea of it. Mm -hmm. But if they sit out and especially during the playoffs, just like we, we do not care about getting a ring. Y'all need to make some things happen. I promise you some things will happen. That's going to hurt the pockets. That's fine. If, no, no, that's, no, not the players. I'm saying that's going to hurt know, the pockets of the, I know. the league and that's and the, the owners. only way these rich white men are oh, yeah. going to respond is if you hit their pockets, because other than that, they don't know what's going on, nor do they care because for, as long as they've lived, it's never been the reality for them. I was just explaining that to somebody today. I think the easiest, not easiest, but the most clear point A to point B path to get people who don't want to listen to you or just kind of want to move on about their life without really hearing Money. out what you have to say is hit it. Yeah. Hit them in the wallet Money. and they're going to say, all right, wait, what is it that you're talking about again? Mm -hmm. And let's sit down and really put some sort of actionable items together and actually make some sort of change. Not just saying we stand with you or tweeting something, but making some sort of change because if you hit them where their pocket if you're not gonna play that playoff game like you said yeah the tv Bro, dollars think the, the, da think, the ads think about everything the ads adam silver oh, as much as he's so as much as he's much done money. he was probably if he had hair pulling his hair out like <laughs> <laughs> bald ass adam silver um but if <laughs> jesus christ it's like but, a bob crane think 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 about the, like you said, the TV dollars and advertising that they lost. Think about FanDuel, the amount of money they lost, the amount of money that they had yeah. to give back because of entry fees. Yep. Think about all the money that was lost because a couple playoff games were not played. All right? That's when you're going to start getting the attention of these bigger corporations and people with the money and the pool to do something. But I think players like LeBron, um, probably one of the most powerful and most influential athletes i'm gonna go out on a legend say of our time um yeah i don't even think it's a legend yeah yeah so i mean there's I'm with you yeah yeah you know i mean obviously there's people who painted paved the way for him bill russell muhammad ali who were um great activists but i think just with everything he's done from building a school um, to now, is, I just think it's very important for him to kind of be the face and get everyone on board. Yeah. Because I do think if they collectively say, hey, we are not playing until the Brianna's Taylor, uh, Brianna Taylor's murderers are arrested, 
um, there's some justice for Jacob Black. I think that's when things like not, not nothing's going to change overnight. But I think these owners will start seeing like, oh, they have a lot of power and they're willing to sit out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because a lot of these guys are scared to lose their game checks and everything like that. I understand they have a family to feed, but especially being a black athlete, you're you're no different. You know what I mean? That could have easily happened to you. You know, I know LeBron James is the most recognizable person probably right right yeah. now, but if one if of a the cop, most, one of the most on the globe, yeah, but. a cop may may not know or may not care who you are. You know what I mean? Um and it just sucks that every single day we have to see something that that's just sickening to our stomachs and we have to figure out a way to just continue going about life because people for some reason find any reason to rebuttal these situations you cops are not supposed to kill guilty people either so i don't want to hear oh he was going for a knife or oh he was in an altercation or oh you pull up someone's past guilty so what? not guilty resisting arrest even like he's he or she is not supposed to die no i don't you pull me over for failure to signal does not mean i'm supposed to die do not tell me hey you need to be he should have been respectful to the cop fuck that why do i have to be respectful to the cop why i should be able to tell that cop fuck you and have my life you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You're not supposed to kill me for that. Why like why are you putting seven bullets in the back of a man? Which also even outside of this exact example is like a lot of the situations that you see where these videos come out or these things happen is like that's how a lot of those conversations start are like, All right, show me your license, show me your like and they're like, What am I what did I do? Like are you am I being detained? Mm-hmm. Like what's the issue? Why are you arresting me? And they don't have an explanation. So I'm like it's not even that it always necessarily starts out as a full-fledged argument or mm-hmm. tussle or a It's real... me asking you, what did I do? Yeah. Yeah. And one, one, one thing that really, really pisses me off is that when people say, well, not all cops are bad. Okay, and? No shit. <laughs> no <Yeah>. like, <laughs> we get it. We get it. Not all cops are bad. But for the cops who are good, who don't say anything, who don't hold their brothers sisters their counterparts their peers accountable you are just as at fault as the cop who committed it all right you we cannot have we cannot afford to have bad apples as police officers i think who said it david some comedian but yeah i can't remember who it was i can't i don't want a bad apple as my heart surgeon i don't want a bad apple as a pilot like no, <laughs> you there's don't certain want things to... where you're, you're, yeah like you said heart surgeon yeah, you just can't afford to be yeah, yeah bro as my jobs you you just can't be bad like not, you can't not, be not bad at mistakes, not, but you can't make that level of mistake you can't be bad at it bro. not to make not to make light of it but that is something that popped into my head was like a, a meme that i saw a, probably a month ago or something like that was i think and i think i had told you guys about this before and I'm, i honestly don't mean to laugh but i found it genuinely funny and sad at the same time but i saw it and it was a some sort of just like one of the little stick figure memes where it was like showing a guy showing up to a scene or whatever and they're like imagine if um, you know, your house is on fire and you called the firefighters and was like, Hey, you know, we have a situation, house is on fire and the firefighters showed up and just started beating the shit out of you and then yeah. killed you. I'm like, that's they're public servants. Like they work the yep, the government would tax the taxpayer yep. dollars pay yeah. for their jobs. Like they're supposed to show up and yep. put out the fires, like police are supposed to show up and either de escalate the situation, arrest whatever the criminal is, detain the person if they're being violent, or 
you know, investigate whatever the scenario is. Again, I'm not a cop. I don't know exactly what the training is, but I'm sure that the training doesn't detail, hey, you show up, things aren't going bad, and it ends up in you killing somebody. Like, yep. I'm sure that has yeah. to be not and part of the protocol. It's on too, on paper, how, at least. I don't know. How Chris was saying earlier, like, or not, not, I mean, in general, any rational person, you know, whether they're guilty or not, it doesn't matter what they're doing at the time that the officer shows up. Um, but like something I saw on Twitter earlier, which was like a good parallel to that would be, you know, people love to say like, oh, well, you know, that person was breaking the law. So like it, they did deserve yeah. that or whatever happened to them. But how many people right now insane. aren't wearing masks with mandates on? But should you deserve to die and get shot because you're not wearing a mask? You're how- not obeying the law either. But, you know, you, you're still walking around. No, uh, you know, no fear of your life for disobeying the law blatantly and just not wearing a mask. So, and that that's something that not wearing a mask can actually put someone at health risk of dying. Me, someone's, you know, selling cigarettes outside of a corner store is not going to put anyone at risk of, you know, losing their life that day. I would just love so to see everybody who's committed any type. How many times have you run a red light in your life? I'd love to see everybody who's like, oh, mm-hmm. well, this guy had some sort of crime history. So, all right, well, how many times did you run a red light? Did you ever steal a candy bar when you were nine years old from Publix and didn't think twice? But, like, how many times have you done some shit in your life that, like, could have easily got you either at least into some sort of conversation with a cop or been deemed like by the letter of the law illegal that could have ended up costing you your life based on how you look as opposed to like I've done numerous things like I've run a red light or just done dumb shit mm-hmm. where I, I even thought about it twice and then later on I'm like oh yeah I probably shouldn't have done that whereas you know situations probably not uh, going to arise with me I, where that ends up being a life or death situation but can I ask you a serious question yeah um honestly I want you to answer this honestly um have you ever been pulled over? Mm-hmm. Four times. Four times. I think. Out of those four times, have you ever been fearful of your life? Not even close. I was really scared one time. Why? Because I was being a bitch. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the guy was yelling at me and like trying to be really intimidating, so it scared me. Yeah. But not legitimately that, fearful. I was. It was but, the first time I was like driving. I was like seventeen. I was scared. Brandon, I I promise you, the cop doesn't even have to pull behind me and like turn on their lights if they're just driving regularly and i see a cop i'm terrified i talked about that with brandon one time just like randomly it it probably was years ago but it's just crazy to me that in general if i see a police car whether i'm doing something wrong or not my my immediate thought is like all right what am i doing let me make sure it doesn't look like i'm doing something wrong bro i turned down my music i even do that i I, i'm like let me double check double check my seatbelt. slow down get yeah. into the right lane i'm like i'm driving the speed limit but i'm gonna get into the right lane Bro, i'll got, do that just because like, you got to be pulled over but i still again like the level of fear is not for the same reasons like chris you remember when we drove down to tampa for mm-hmm. the birthday that weekend and we got mm-hmm. i got pulled over uh on usf's campus and i had the camaro then so carries in the back seat and obviously that back seat's two inches wide but um i don't think carrie has seatbelt on because i mean we can and none of us can barely fit in my back seat but um, we get pulled over and, you know, Carrie's moving around fidgeting, trying to put the seatbelt on. And I'm like, just stop, like, just please just stop moving. Like, what, whatever, mm-hmm. just because they're going to think you're doing some shit. And what's the first thing he did? He didn't even come to, I don't even think he came to my door first. No, nope, he told me he to get out the car. He came to Chris's door, opened the door, and then told Chris and Carrie to get out. Because, yep. uh, and I assume it's because Carrie was, you know, moving around the back seat. But right. not that that's a bad thing on Carrie's part, but that's just the the kind of, you know, sense of awareness that I feel like, um, black people and people of color have when they're interacting with the police like 
I don't ever see a cop and my first thing is like, oh, thank goodness, like there's a cop car here. It's always yeah, no, uh, some, some oh, type you, of yeah, nervousness. Even if of there's like, a situation going wrong, which is what's wild to me, looking at the like this, mm-hmm. let's say this Jacob Blake scenario specifically, like even if there's a situation going wrong where like there's a fight or there's been gunshots fired, mm-hmm. I now like from the outside looking in, I can't imagine that anybody from, you know, your side of things is looking at it like, oh, well, good, they're here. They're going to fix things. You're probably like, oh, God yeah. damn it. Somebody called the cops. Why are they here? Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. Even if something actually bad is going down, like yeah. even if there was a robbery, even if your car got broken into, the last thing you want to do is be like, well, let me call a cop, then come show up and be like, oh, you broke into this car? You're like, no, I'm saying someone broke into my car. Mm-hmm. Like it could easily, mm-hmm. and yeah. that fast, you're going downhill. I don't, I don't and know, man. The way the media portrays shit, bro, that, that shit really, I mean, not, not that it, obviously the situation themselves is, is the most, you know, pitiful part of all of it, but the way that they portray them in the media um, is just absurd to me. Like that, the fucking kid that, um, and I, I would say his name if I remember. I think it was like Kyle or something. Whatever the fucking, white kid is. Fuck his name. Um, Chad. Well, only, I, I only meant to say it so that you know people are just aware of who the fuck was doing this shit. But yeah, how you know they they put up whoever it was today. I, I forgot what newspaper it was. Put up a picture of him like oh you know hours before he's seen. Uh, cleaning up like a defaced wall or some shit like that. I'm like who? Like who gives a fuck? Like what? What nice shit he was doing? Like someone posting bro. a comment under it. Like oh, here's a picture of he was probably um, wiping off a Black Lives Matter logo off of something. Bro, Vice News. Yeah. Vice News tweeted: Breaking a 17 year old aspiring cop has been charged with murder in Kenosha. Aspiring cop. I saw a friend of mine uh, comment what? on her Facebook post. It was hilarious. They were like, should be changed to like they just posted the quotes and they were like. A nasty thug with criminal rap sheet wields uh, a firearm and yeah, takes out like, lives of blah, blah blah. Like, uh, sorry, I corrected it. I corrected yeah, the like, actual right words. Like, it's just it's fucking aggravating, bro. It's it's it's, it's it's really aggravating, especially when David and Brandon. Y'all know me. I'm probably the nicest person you'll ever meet. Probably. I have to be aware of how I look. Like, I'm a big no, black absolutely. guy, and like, I cannot afford to get out of character i cannot afford to raise my voice i cannot afford to get angry or emotional or anything like that just because of how i'm portrayed i get in an argument with someone and i curse and it's like oh why are you getting why are you cursing why are you getting angry and it's like bro like stop trying to paint me as the angry black man like i'm not angry it's just the situation is pissing me off we're having an, an argument you know what i mean i i'm a manager at a car wash right this goes back to the um not having to respect a cop to save your life i get cussed out all day every day over some car washes and i have to stand there and take it i can't yell back i can't be combative i have to stand there and take it and i'm aware of it and i de-escalate the situation that's how i'm good at my job with mind you no training in terms of doing exactly that de-escalating situation no i'm just being it's just common sense genuine person it's just common sense (laughs) and my life in no way shape or form is threatened i've had people point their finger in my face i've had customers put their hands on me not like they hit me but literally put their hands on me and you i do not feel threatened whatsoever so why does a cop who is pulling someone over or who is being called to a certain area to de-escalate a situation somehow gets escalated i don't care if someone's resisting arrest do your job do what you were trained to do and get the culprit without killing the person that's it there is no reason why you should let off seven bullets in the back of a man 
think about that. He let off seven bullets in the back of that means he was not looking at him. He was walking away. And you damn near emptied the clip in that man. For what? For what? And there were two of you. Come on, bro. I only watched the video once because I couldn't watch it more than once. I don't understand the I don't know. There's Bro, the nut shit to me is that when they always like when they say like the cop feared for his life with with what little amount of situation it takes for a cop to fear for their life like i feel like yeah <laughs> this is not me condoning it in any way or anything like that but like if that's all it takes to fear for your life then like i i'm surprised these shot these cops aren't getting shot every time they show up to these like they're just intimidating people as soon as they show up damn near people who are just genuinely asking you know what have i done what's the situation um you know or, or trying to explain you know why they're there what they're waiting on waiting for a bus wh whatever it may be it's just like i don't understand why the trained professional quote unquote um is able to fear for their life so easily mm -hmm. um and and you know and there there's no real restitution or any any real consequence for their action but as an untrained civilian i'm supposed to be you know yep. uh, be you know just real cordial make sure i'm with the you know a taser a gun or whatever point in my face i gotta be just calm cool and collected under pressure like it just doesn't mm -hmm. fucking make sense like, yep exactly but i think what's very important the most important thing is is that i think these cops need to hold each other accountable um yeah because yeah. like i said your silence is it says a lot with the whole black lives matter movement i think any any of my black friends and if you have white friends look at your white friend or your friend of any other race and if they're acquired during this situation that is telling you a lot i, got, I had brandon, a lot of those i was gonna say i got a lot of those i had a lot of those brandon well brandon is angrier than most people i know um i'm peeved bro uh, yeah and it's it's like it we it it speaks volumes when it comes from you because you're not black you will never understand what it is to be black. But as a human being, you understand that this is some bullshit and you speak yeah. up on it. You know what I mean? Like it, it, I don't understand why people can like rebuttal the black lives matter movement. Like, why do you have a comeback for it? All we're saying is that we matter. All I'm saying is that my life matters. Your life matters too. We understand it, but you don't fear for your life when you get pulled over by a cop. And this situation can be brought into so many other things that we don't even think about. Bro, being a woman is the scariest thing in the world. And I never realized it. I had a friend. We went to the gas station and she told me to pump her gas. We are just friends. I told her, I'm not your man. I'm not pumping your gas. <laughs> and but I'm glad I did that. And I'm glad she was the type of friend that she was to break down to me how ignorant I was when I said that because she was like, you don't understand that pumping your gas as a woman is scary as hell. And it got me thinking about all of the things that women have to do. Bro, there's women. I Right now, I leave this house right now. Brandon, I'm going to my car, walking straight to my car, middle of the night, whatever. No issues at all. No issues None. at all. A Not woman, she has to look at her peripherals, keep her head on a swivel. Some women pepper spray tasers they put their keys in like in the ball it up in the fist like you know put mm -hmm. the keys between their fingers all of that they have to do so as much as we want to say hey my white friends speak up for me be my ally um as men in general and this is a whole nother point but it was weighing on my head as well 
as men in general, we have to speak up for women when we see things go wrong. Um, 100%. We have to. Like, or before you even see them go wrong. When you see yeah, signs of things like... Signs of things, yes. Yeah. Like, like you said, the, the, in terms of just the, the, the silence of... And not even... And again, see, that's even tough. I don't even want to get into that. I was going to say not the silence of just... Um, all white people but just like the silence of just any friends that i've had of any color like how yeah, are you well, not how are you, how are you not talking how are you not talking about yeah, it? there's just black, there's white so, black whatever if you're i've had plenty yeah. of both that have just not said a word haven't posted a thing and again you could be doing a lot of things on your own time that have nothing to do with posting mm-hmm. something on social media so 100 percent, i get that but there's a large number of you that like i know whether like i know whether i even see you post something or not i know what your heart is and i know that you're not mm-hmm. you're not about that yeah. life and so i i've been going about the process of it's not even it's, it's not even about posting life. stuff like because a lot of people post things just to post things they're not reading up on it they're not educating themselves they're just posting things just to to flock but it's That's the well. conversation these conversations are important because it educates people it lets people know that just because you are not black doesn't mean you cannot understand and empathize with us and see what's going on. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to see what's going on. Yeah. And you're not even trying to argue with people. You're not trying to bring up something that's an argue, like a, a thing to argue about. Yeah. You're trying to bring up a thing that people should be able to unify around and rally around and be like, yeah, that's a really good point. Hey, yeah. we support what it is that you're going through and what you're standing for. Not like, ah, we don't like the way you're saying that or the way you're going about that. We have other thoughts on the matter you're like that's not the fucking point of what we're doing here it's not so that you can come argue with us about it but yeah yeah just like and i, I think that might have been the shit that might have been the first first fucking devoism i was just like yeah it's not it's not an opinion thing it's not a it's, it's not, not a, a political which side thing. you fall on it's not a <laughs> political debate no. it's just a, it's a yes or a no it's a right or wrong you just i mean you pick your side and then you know you adjust accordingly you see who see where people fall on it but it is um, I don't mean to cut this off or not let this not let this run too far or anything. But we can obviously keep talking if we want. But um, if you if you happen to have a Davoism, Dave, I feel like now would be the time to to drop it on the people. People seem to be confused and not understanding what's going on. Confused as to where they should stand, what they should say, what they should do. But um, you're always here to guide us through the the best of times and the worst of times with your knowledge and wisdom. So I feel like we turn to you now for that kind of thing. It doesn't have to be necessarily yeah. something serious, but you always do guide us. So guide um, us. Yeah, yeah. This one will definitely be serious, but I mean, not even in a joking matter. Like, uh, when, like when you say like they're kind of lost on it or, or whatever. Even if you're lost on it, uh, I'm going to tell you right now. The correct side is just to to stand with people of color in this and, and black people in general on this one. Um, even if you're not fully aware or you haven't done the reading, you're not you know fully knowledgeable on it. You can, you know, if, if it comes up, you can just make known what side you stand on and then you can go from there. You can gain knowledge. You can talk to, um, you know, friends who have lived or experienced that or, or anyone um, of that nature. So uh, what I would really just implore people to do is um, don't sit out. This is a very important time in our history that we're living in right now. And don't um, don't sit out for fear of, you know, you don't want to lose X friend or Y friend or. Um, you don't want to look a certain way or it might be weird with your coworkers in the office if, you know, you don't speak up when someone says something ignorant, things like that. Um, just make sure that, um, you know, you, you just stand firm in what you believe in. Um, and the last thing I would say is everyone, please do go vote this November. I think it's November 3rd mm-hmm. is the day to vote. Um, I would definitely ask that everyone go vote, even if you're not a thousand percent sold on 
whatever candidate may be. Um, I know a lot of people think that voting really doesn't matter, and I won't even lie that coming up, I didn't really think one vote really mattered that much, but um, I've definitely been swayed on that for sure, and I definitely do mm-hmm. think it's important. Yeah. So. yeah, I feel like it shows the importance of, you know, like we talked about earlier, some sort of actionable item or some sort of action that's actually tying into, you know, what you believe in. If you go and you actually try to do something to push that forward, then you're at least doing something that you can put pen to paper on and say, I'm actually doing something as opposed to just posting about something. It's good to keep posting about something. You might as well. I mean, post about it, talk about it with your friends, um, all that kind of stuff. It still helps, I think, in terms yeah, of spreading I mean, the, spreading can, the news, sure. spreading the the conversation like we had today. It doesn't happen unless you talk to people about it. So talk to people about it because it's important. Hold your friends and your peers accountable. Yeah, please, hold all of them accountable. Please, please, please do. And uh, if they're looking for wise words, wisdom, and um, a whole lot of not that, um, they can come here. You know, <laughs> come tune, come tune in with us once a week. Come uh, listen to some serious stuff, but most of the time, not serious stuff. Uh, as you dedicated listeners probably know by now. Um, but yeah, we got some things in the works. Trying to do some stuff to reward you all as listeners. So like we said before, follow the, uh, the Instagram page, follow it, uh, share it with your friends, tell a couple of your friends this week, talk about it, bring up this conversation that we've talked about today. And then also, you know, send in the podcast, tell them, follow the page or, you know, check us out on Spotify or Apple, wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. Um, we appreciate all of you for tuning in, share it with your friends, uh, family, whoever, let them know, um, that we're talking about stuff. It's, you know, most of the time it's shenanigans, but sometimes we talk about real stuff too. Uh, help us grow in our journey and uh, thank you guys very much anything else for here from the from the fellas that is all yeah that was it man thank you all for listening protect uh, women know, just stay blessed stay safe hold your friends accountable yep love you all don't punish me with brutality Talk to me So you can see